time for our weekly wellness update. Here's our wellness expert, Laura Sanctus. Find her on Instagram at Go With Your Gut and find her right now here on Global News Radio. Laura, good afternoon. Hi, Jeff. Good afternoon. Okay, there's a new study out that says Facebook harms people's mental health, that a lot of people feel as if social media, Facebook in particular, is harmful to their mental health. And of course, mental health has been a big focus during the pandemic. And this week, we're going to discuss ways that we can proactively protect our mental health. That's right, how we can proactively and almost like do a digital detox a little bit. I always encourage people to do that, too. But yeah, for sure. I mean, before I get into it, Jeff, like how how do you feel about this? Do you feel that there's a lot of ways we can proactively or do you think it's reactionary? Yeah, well, I think it's maybe a bit of both, but uh, proactively, when we talk about things like uh, Facebook, uh, you and I have uh, spoken in the past about this, about being on that digital detox, limiting your exposure in your time uh, on social media is probably a good way to uh, protect uh, your mental health. Definitely. I mean, there's so many ways that we can deal with uh, stress and anxiety and in proactive ways because we're always connected. We're always on. There's Zoom fatigue, especially that many of us are still working from home. There's social media fatigue. So we're always in this constant state of kind of being in fight or flight. Um, So I always like to tell people what are some proactive ways we can protect our mental health before we feel that we're the stress coming on before we feel like super anxious. And one of the things is really to prioritize sleep. And Jeff, you know, this is one of my non-negotiables, but having like a solid sleep routine, ensuring you get at least seven hours of uninterrupted sleep a night, it's really going to actually help um, in terms of proactively, um, you know, protecting your mental health. So always going to the sleep. That's one of the easiest things that we can do. Yeah. Can I just, sorry to interrupt, but echo that sentiment as well, because I have particularly over the last uh, three months or so really done that, uh, going to bed at the same time each and every night, which is just uh, so important. And, you know, you and I have talked about to being in a cool room, uh, a dark room uh, as well. It has made such a difference for me over the last 90 days where I've uh, really taken my uh, sleep. uh, Well, I always take my sleep uh, seriously, but like really been uh, you know, uh, really good about going to bed again at the same time. And uh, that sleep hygiene, it's just so important. It's so important. Yeah, sleep hygiene and having certain rituals, like whether it's meditating for 15 minutes before bed every night or sleeping with a weighted blanket. And I know we spoke about the importance of uh, sleep hygiene and even weighted blankets. Even using or diffusing essential oils like lavender, that will really help um, with sleep and also to protect your mental health um, proactively. But I also like to talk to people about their fear of influence. So especially when it comes to social media and seeing a lot of things online, so not taking criticism from other people you wouldn't necessarily take advice from, because that also can proactively and or negatively affect our mental health. Um, So just, you know, paying attention to your news sources, your sphere of influence, the content that you're consuming on social media, as well as you mentioned Facebook, and that's a big one too. All right. Yeah. And that is so tough. It's so hard to do when you see those uh, comments uh, sometimes, right? I know. But again, it's, it's, I know it's easier said than done, but we have to brush it off and think, you know, how important is your mental health? We focus a lot of the time on our physical health, but proactively, like what are the things that we can do for our mental health? So eliminating uh, some of that noise. And I also like to tell people um, breathing exercises. This is a big one. 
Uh, a lot of people forget that to breathe, not necessarily, you know, um, they don't pay attention to their breathing, but being proactive about how you're breathing, that will really protect your mental health. And I get it, life happens, things become stressful, even comments that we see on social media can uh, cause stress, but really pay attention to breathing exercises to calm your mind, to calm your body, to recenter and to get in the present moment. You know, it's amazing because my Apple Watch reminds me occasionally to breathe. And I kind of chuckled at that at first because it's like, yeah, it's what keeps me alive. I'm breathing. Uh, but it's uh, so important, you're right, to take some time out to properly breathe, do breathing exercises. Because is our breathing, is it connected to our central nervous system? Connected to everything, especially to our central nervous system, even to our digestive system, like how much air, what type of air uh, that we're putting in our body. Again, a lot of people even, we hold our breath sometimes when we're in fight or flight. So really pay attention to uh, the breathing techniques. Uh, conscious breathing is called. There's even something, and we can you can also check on Google or on YouTube videos called um, box breathing. So if you feel that you're getting stress or anxiety and or if you want to be proactive, about your mental health. Try these box breathing exercises. All right, here with our wellness expert, Laura DeSanctis. Laura, we also want to talk uh, this week about a, a new uh, wellness trend that's all about numbers. 11-11. Uh, give us the background on this. <laughs> um, so have you ever had someone say to you, Jeff, or point at the clock and say, it's 11-11, make a wish? Uh, no, I have not, actually. Is, is there some, I mean, obviously it's all one, so is that symbolic some way? It is symbolic in some way, and this is a huge trend right now in um, the health and wellness industry or culture, but 1111 uh, and the meaning of 1111 really comes from angel numbers and or numerology, and it's this belief that different numbers carry uh, specific energy and specific vibrations. So when you see 1111, it's supposed to mean that um, it's a reminder that the universe is talking to you. It's a reminder to meditate more and to manifest uh, your medit during your meditation things that you want to bring into your life. So it's really associated with spirituality and creativity and innovation. And um, it's just also associated with uh, new beginnings and fresh starts. And there's a lot of, you know, negativity going around right now. But 1111 is something that's pretty positive and we'll see creeping up more and more uh, in the health and wellness sector. Okay, now, is it just when I casually look at my watch or maybe a, a clock on the wall and I see 1111, or is this something that I should be, like, setting my alarm for? Um, so, great question. It's supposed to be, apparently, it's supposed to be casually. So, if you're looking at the clock or your watch and you see 1111, you're supposed to tap into your intuition. You're supposed to make a wish um, about something, obviously, that's, that's positive in your life. But apparently, these numbers, when you see them, it's the universe talking to you to bring synchronicity. So, it's about signs and synchronicities. And apparently, there's a lot of signs that are sent to us every day in our lives, but we don't pay attention. So numerology is a pretty powerful ancient system, like astrology, but it's the way the universe is talking to us. Okay, and is this kind of visualization as well? I mean, if I notice it's 11-11 and I take a minute just to sort of uh, meditate and uh, think about uh, where I am and where I want to be, I mean, I know you've talked a lot on your Instagram about uh, manifesting things, manifestation. Is that what we're talking about here? Yep. So I love to talk about manifestation, visualization, and I also like to think about when I see 1111, um, you know, when I'm randomly looking at the clock, again, it, it should be random, but I look at it and I think, what are the intentions I want to set right now? What intentions can I set and pair it with my action? So this number is, there's so much connection to manifestation and new beginnings. So I always look at it as to stop, set myself up for a minute 
and use it as a powerful time to set an intention in my life and or my day. All right. And is it 11, 11 in the morning or could it be a.m. and or p.m.? Because if it's p.m., I'm going to have a problem because, as I mentioned, I'm prioritizing my sleep. That's right. So a.m. and or p.m. But I mean, yes, you definitely want to prioritize your sleep. So make sure that's also number one. But again, 11, 11 is all about setting intentions, being positive, And it's a powerful tool to manifest positivity in your life. And since we are talking about numbers and numerology, just finally here, Laura, do different numbers mean different things then? I mean, we've been talking a lot about one here in 11-11, but do the numbers two, three, I mean, eight, do they, they all mean something? Yeah, they all are supposed to mean different things. I'm not um, really in tune to the other numbers, but I know that like 333 is supposed to be a sign of protection. 444 is supposed to mean something else. So numerology is so powerful. It's something, like I said, it's been trending in the last uh, probably two years now. So we'll see it more and more um, in terms of trends on the wellness and or health and wellness side. But you're right, Jeff, different numbers mean uh, different things or symbolize different things. But 1111 is supposed to be a great tool for being positive and it's a great time to start manifesting. I was born on the eighth day of the eighth month. I got to look up eight. I got to find that out when we're done here. Crazy <laughs> eight. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you got it. Laura, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thanks, Jeff. There is our weekly wellness update from our wellness expert, Laura DeSanctis. Again, find her on Instagram at Go With Your Gut. And we're back after this on Global News Radio. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.